This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As some of you already know, alongside being the host of Busy Being Black, I am the head of communications for UK Black Pride, which is Europe's largest celebration for LGBTQ people of African, Asian, Caribbean, Latin American, and Middle Eastern descent. These are truly unprecedented times for the world. As COVID-19 rocks our communities and lockdowns take place in many countries, we ask all of you to continue doing your part to help slow the spread of this virus. There is an end to this virus and to the social disruption and confusion, and we ask all of you to not only practice self-care, but community care. We need each other. When a busload of black lesbians traveled down to South End on Sea here in the UK in 2005, I don't think Lady Phil and her comrades could have ever imagined what UK Black Pride has become. So I called Lady Phil to understand how she's feeling after the recent announcement that we've had to postpone UK Black Pride 2020. So we've just had to announce that UK Black Pride 2020 is postponed. You know, in light of everything that's happening right now, and, you know, I don't want to use the word unprecedented. I've seen it so many times, but it is unprecedented times that we're, we're living in. You know, I don't think any of us have known times like this, or maybe some of our elders may have in wartime days, but this is something serious happening across the globe to every country and trying not to be selfish. I'm trying not to be me-centered. I'm trying not to only think about what this means for, you know, me, the team, the UK Black Pride supporters. But I can't help feeling, um, yeah, I think... I think the words, I can't help feeling sad, actually. I was, when the statement went out, or when last night, I think it was last night, when you and I were talking and, and going through the statement and, you know, making some tweaks and some changes to make sure the language was right, I was starting to feel, you know, a bit heavy, starting to feel a bit anxious but then today it went out and you know you communicated to the team and then I saw it there you know in black and white on the metro and it just became so real I said why am I feeling like this you know you know sometimes when you're in pain you have to and 
you and I spoke about this months and months ago. When you're when you're in pain, you have to look at what what's the roots, the source of that pain. And I think the best way I can possibly describe how I'm feeling is that something which is beyond my control, beyond your control, feels like I'm not going to see this child that I gave birth to at the time that it had been planned for. Mm. I mean, this is UK Black Prides this year. It marks UK Black Prides 15th birthday. And I can only, I've been saying to you on the phone, like I can't even, I can't even imagine what it feels like to have built something for 15 years. And, you know, regardless of whether it's its first 15th birthday or not, to then not be able to deliver this, this, and I think with UK Black Pride, it's not just that it's it's not just an event, is it? It's UK Black Pride. It's it's some it's it's for so for so many in our communities, it's the only day they have to celebrate who they are. It's a big deal to postpone it to to not be able to deliver it. Yeah, and we understand, you know, well, I certainly understand the reasons for this because we talk about holding a safe space right so of course our communities come first but it being it be having a landmark year this year and not being able to have home with chosen family just feels like you know you can't reach and touch and embrace and celebrate and love and be kind and dance and with the human contact that we ordinarily have. It doesn't mean we can't do other things. Of course not. But there's just something about the space of UK Black Pride, which is incredibly unique, that's undescribable unless you've lived it, unless you've experienced it, unless you've tasted it, unless you've smelt it, unless you've been part of it. I think, you know, I think also it's it's probably a bit of grief, right? <laughs> it's probably a bit of grief that, and it's, it feels, I almost hate to say that because there are people who are dying, but there are black, queer black people who are dying every single day. And I think there's, this, there's a bit of grief, you know, this putting on UK Black Pride as a year-round endeavor, right? <laughs> All of us who are volunteering do this um every single day of the year we we do a little bit of work to make this big thing happen yeah does it sound selfish to or or silly to say i feel like and you know one person can't take on the woes of the world but i kind of feel like i've let down community because we can't have this i kind of feel like i've let down the amazing team that made this happen you know, with the work that you all do all year round, I kind of feel like those women, when we walked through Shrewsbury Ness South End 15 years ago, that got off the coach and we embraced each other in ways that we hadn't connected with other black lesbians in, in that way, I feel like I'm not marking it. I feel like I'm not able to acknowledge it. But then it's silly because, you know, 
we acknowledge it every single day with just by virtue of our struggles and our challenges that we go through, just by the way we smile, the way we brush our hair, the way we understand what within the workplace within society at large whether it's here or abroad well i think also if i may i think that we also pay testament to those that busload of black lesbians but also who you know went down to south end on sea for what would become the first uk black pride but i also think that we pay testament to our elders when we do take safety precautions right when we do ensure that we are able to live and to love and to thrive together, right? And so this postponement is a deep sign of respect for our communities and for those who came before us. Absolutely, yeah. And sometimes we have to stand still, don't we? Oh, Phil, yes. (laughs) Are you okay? Yeah, no, you really triggered me just then. (laughs) We do, we do. And, you know... That's and maybe that's what's scary. Maybe it's not a sad emotion. Maybe it's uh, an emotion of sometimes when our ancestors speak through us. Sometimes when we're still in our silence, which becomes so loud, it's because we are just feeling the people that have brought us to this place. We are thanking them. You know, they say that there's a silver lining with everything and sometimes with things that seem like barriers and challenges and obstacles that there are many opportunities that we just don't see. And to say that, you know, this year, although we, you know, we will be honouring those that have passed through this dreaded covid coronavirus but who's to say that it doesn't bring our communities closer together more than ever when people are suffering from poor and ill mental health and you know the well-being has taken a turn for the worse this is where you see how communities come together i think we have an opportunity i mean we put this in our statement right because we believe it but i think we have an opportunity to be there for each other. Um, And it's difficult, right? The difficulty of writing this statement was not that we had to postpone UK Black Pride. You know, that was almost, we had to postpone UK Black Pride, right? it It was almost beyond our control. The difficulty was making sure that we acknowledged and continue to acknowledge that this moment is is not new for so many of us, right? There's so many people in our communities um, who struggle every single day under the law with police brutality, death. I mean, our trans siblings are experiencing still an immense and incredible amount of discrimination and vitriol from the media. So I think sometimes in, in when I'm reading through Twitter and all these think pieces about, you know, the, the havoc that COVID-19 will wreak on the, on the economy, I think of like, but where is the the human cost of COVID-19 is huge, but that human cost is a cost that black and cram brown, you know, QTPOC pay almost every single day. Yeah. And we've said this, haven't we? You know, sometimes our experiences is that every day, and this is probably why I'm always citing and quoting, busy being black, because we're not busy being black and brown, a queer people of colour, you know, 
every single day, when we're talking about working class, when we're talking about gender disparities, when we're talking about, you know, the inequalities that we are faced with, when we're talking about the discrimination that constantly rears its head. And, you know, many people are like, yeah, 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 of course, that's terrible. But when it comes down to really challenging it for us, with us, you see their footsteps walking away. So we're used to having to navigate so much that it's almost that the pain has become numb and we just continue. So, What do you want to say, Phil, to, you know, not only as the executive director of UK Black Pride and as the queen who leads um, Kaleidoscope Trust, but... What do you, you know, because UK Black Pride is a physical space and what well, UK Black Pride puts on a physical space every year and we're not able to put on the space when we had planned to. We're certainly looking at new dates to do that and taking government advice. But what can we be doing as a community in the meantime to support those in our communities, both, you know, who experience this kind of um, marginalization and isolation every day? But those of us who are also acclimating to what is, for the, for the foreseeable future, a new reality. The, the, the first word that springs to mind for me is solidarity. Then, you know, our, our love and the way and what peace looks like for us. Peace of mind. Peace within your health. Peace within so many different things. But solidarity, first and foremost. You know, whilst many of us are quarantined, isolated, social distancing, whatever the term is that we're using, some of us are in places and spaces which feel so unsafe. Solidarity is not just a word. It's about really taking stock and in those times of when we're seeing all these social media posts, it might be retweeting or reaching out and sending a message. Is there anything I can do? Do you want to jump on a FaceTime call? Do you want to jump on a call? Solidarity can come in many different ways, and I think we've really got to live that right now. If you need something, and you, Josh, I'm talking to you, you know already that you can pick up that phone and you can have a good moan, a good cry, a good sounding out session, or we can just laugh together. But not everyone has that. So how do we provide that? That's in showing solidarity. Just because the issue you have is not one which I'm familiar with, it doesn't mean I can't still show love and compassion and kindness towards your struggle. It just reminds me of that saying that I say all the time, you know, your struggle has got to be my struggle and my struggle has got to be yours. I'm going to actually read you something that I, I found another poem this morning. You know, I've started homo poetry on doing these little videos on Twitter just because I want to put forward an offering for people who may be feeling a bit overwhelmed. Um, and I came across this beautiful poem called Prescription. And I won't read the whole thing to you, but I will share um, this stanza, because I think you might need it as well. Your own arms against a sea of trouble, take them, wrap them round and round what belongs to you, and hold tight. 
Hold tight. Hold tight gently. So I will wrap myself around you, Phil. <laughs> I'm not going to try and send me an invoice or something to say this was your session because I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I think, you know, sometimes we just, it's, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be angry, to be frustrated. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel, you know, that you don't want to talk to anyone or that you want to talk to everyone. But I think in light of all of this, there's always hope because, one, we have our health, right? And we're still here to even have a discussion with each other, a conversation with each other about how we feel or how we're not feeling. Now, I'm seeing some great and creative and innovative ways of how people are connecting with each other. And had it have not been for this dreaded coronavirus, some of us will still be living in our own little bubbles and or or maybe disconnected from from individuals. People are reaching out to others that they haven't spoken to in a in a while. You know, people are using these digital platforms to showcase whether it's their dancing abilities. Uh, some of it's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what about the jollof? <laughs> oh, I'm not even going to talk about the jollof. But mind you, you know, in that clip, she made her husband Nigerian jollof. I'm not going to say because had that have been Ghanaian jollof, it would have looked different. Um, <laughs> we're not. We're not starting the Nigerian no, wars. I'm busy oh with black. No, <laughs> yeah. So, Phil. Oh, Give a message to, you know, as you know, Busy Being Black is listened to all over the world and many people listen to Busy Being Black in spaces and places where they can't necessarily be themselves and they will have never really had an opportunity to enjoy something like UK Black Pride. But what we're all feeling collectively um, is the kind of social precarity that comes with COVID-19. What would you say to our queer black siblings here at home and abroad um, and, and that can be anything, but what would you say to them now? I'd say you're loved. I hope that you don't feel alone. I'd say that, you know, we are some of the most remarkable, beautiful, formidable, black and brown queer people that have existed for since the beginning of time. And in order for there to be hope, we've got to show love, kindness and compassion to each other. We've got to be there for one another. I think bottom line is, for me, that we are chosen family because many of our families, and this is not just by way of a negative, but many of our families by blood do not accept us, but there is other family out there. Our movement for UK Black Pride has not been built just because we wanted it. It was built out of necessity. It was built out of frustration. It was built because we did not see ourselves. So what I'm saying to everyone and anyone Black and brown, queer people of colour, 
especially our trans siblings right now who continue to face such discrimination. But I see you. I see you. I've always seen you and I'll continue to see you. And as long as there's breath in my body, we'll continue to make UK Black Pride happen, whether it's in person or whether it's virtually. I see you. And Phil, I think you know already that the team and I at UK Black Pride stand ready to deploy in whatever way the community needs us to. And we feel, all of us feel so honored to be um, working under your leadership. So thank you. And we will get through this. We'll get this together. We will. We will. Now, just please take care, everyone. Take care and stay safe. Stay in your homes. Just stay well. Because, you know, our, our fights and our battles are not over, even when COVID goes away. Lady Phil is the executive director of UK Black Pride and the executive director of the Kaleidoscope Trust. This is a remarkably challenging time for many in our communities, and so UK Black Pride have put forward a few asks. One, please be kind. Many are feeling alone and uncertain. Use your voices and platforms to speak truth to power and practice kindness, compassion, and understanding with fellow citizens and community members. To follow the advice coming from the government and from certified medical professionals about prevention, treatment, and care, and where possible, please stay home. Finally, reach out to others. Yours could be the voice or the smile that brightens another's day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.